Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Washington, D.C., the United States of America. The third indictment for a former president. Incredible that I'm even saying that. This one's quite serious. The charges are attempting to overthrow an election. And there has been a wild 24 hours that's been unfolding. This hour, we're going to talk about what happened in that courtroom. We have Jackson Prosco, who is the Washington Bureau Chief for Global News, and also his interview with one of the officers who defended the Capitol in Washington that day. Uh, Right now, though, there's so many other things that are happening news-wise. There is a taunt, a reaction from the court. Talk about history. Reggie Cicchini joining us live, Global News Washington correspondent. Reggie, how are you? Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. All right. It is a happy Saturday. We know now that um, federal judges work in the United States of America. Wow. What a moment. You know, I woke up this morning again, and very few headlines these days can make you step back and read them again and make sure you got the right day. And it's for real. It's the Department of Justice seeks protective order. And they're seeking it against a former president of the United States. We had a posting on truth by the president. We had a taking back. And now we have legal action here, Reggie. Yeah. And and look, um, it's not surprising. It's unsurprising, at least Mm -hmm. to most people, that the Department of Justice would be attempting to try and get in front of what the former president um, is saying and how the words that the former president says uh, maybe, you know, interpreted elsewhere. And, and look, again, this is not the first time that the former president's words may have found himself in trouble. Uh, there was a posting from Donald Trump. It was on Truth Social. And it said, if you're coming for me, I'm coming for you. Reggie, yeah. what was that posting here? And yeah. it's just a, started a firestorm. It, it did. And look, as I was trying to say before, uh, before technology caught up with us, the former president's <laughs> words in the past uh, have caught up with him. And that's the reason that we're finding this court case moving forward. That is the reason that we see the indictment against him is because words that were used uh, were used in an inappropriate way and potentially have consequences. And here now you have the former president taking to his own social media account to say, if you come after me, I will come after you. And look, The campaign came out to say, uh, you know, this is simply just political speech. This is us going after the super PACs. This is us going after, quote unquote, rhinos. But the Justice Department and the special counsel's team, they see this as a potential threat. They see this as a potential bit of of witness intimidation. Uh, And so they're now seeking to ensure that the former president, who during his indictment, who during his arraignment, rather, uh, swore, promised, that there would be nothing that's done that that breaks the law. That was a condition of his release. Mm-hmm. And now they are, there are fears amongst the Justice Department that the former president's words on Truth Social are going to get in the way of, of witness testimony, are going to, to, to rattle the nerves of witnesses that may come forward. And they are now looking to seek, um, you know, what Trump's lawyers can show him to ensure, or at least kind of, they're trying to see if they can slow down or pause what Trump's lawyers can show him to ensure that this information is not going to be leaked publicly and potentially become witness interference. This is, again, the former president's own words potentially having consequences that could be damaging to him. 
It's right. And, you know, they and they've been slow on the discovery. They're being very clear about that, that we don't want to give this stuff up if this is going to be used recklessly. All eyes on this judge who he was warned when he was arraigned, as you well know, Reggie, that he could not do these things. He could not attempt to intimidate or interfere. And now there's going to be a reaction Will many are wondering? Let's. I'll use the president's uh, former president's word. There, he used this a lot. Many say, many say that Donald Trump could be talking himself in to a detention. Perhaps incredible what we're watching here. It is. And look, the fact that the United States is at this point is nothing to be celebrating. This is not a moment to be um, jubilant in the fact that you have a former president facing an indictment, and now you have a former president who is facing the consequences for whatever they may say or whatever fear that the court system has that he may say about this uh, about this court. And, and look, the judge is going to obviously make a decision on this. Uh, you know, the judges that are in charge of this trial the, uh, is, is, is a judge who has had dealt with many times before uh, the, the, to deal with the consequences and the actions of those who partook in January 6th. This is, this is a judge who is, who is not going to play games here. But at the end of the day here, a judge is looking to ensure that these trials, that justice moves along at the appropriate way, in the appropriate style, at the appropriate pace. And if that means that the former president is going to be curtailed from what he can say publicly and out loud and to those around him, that is going to be uh, the judge's call to make, and it is going to be a difficult pill for the former president to swallow, and it is likely going to, in turn, incite more criticism of what so many Trump supporters, both on the political side and on the voter side, see as interference and weaponization of government and of the Justice Department, because at the end of the day, regardless of what Trump may have or may not have done wrong, he and the people around him see him as a victim of an administration who is simply trying to knock him out of the race. So regardless of what happens here, Trump will play a victim card. And there are a solid number of people who will stand behind him and echo what it is he's saying, regardless of whether or not it's true. It is. We're watching extraordinary times. Now, he is feeling the heat now. The federal judge is demanding that he responds to this motion by the Department of Justice. And he's got till Monday at five, isn't it? And he's got to come up with an answer here. I mean, tough times for Donald Trump right now. That's an understatement. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and look, the, the former president has to respond, or at least his team has to respond. And they have to, to, they're going to have to weigh all odds here. Is it worth the price of any potential consequence for Trump to be able to use his, his bully pulpit that he has uh, to be able to speak to the crowds? Uh, even though there may be a consequence, or does he use this to his political advantage? Does he say, look, I've now been silenced. This is the Justice Department. This is, you know, the Biden administration silencing me. And he uses that to to rally to his crowd, like he did last night saying that, you know, three impeachments later, let's go for four because this will lock it up and I'll have the election. The, these are these are ways that, that Trump is going to be able to to maximize on what is um, a, a, a situation that is further kind of digging him into a hole that is harder and harder to get out. But regardless of whatever this decision is, um, it is it's 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 almost unthinkable to think 
that the former president is not going to use this in some way to try and solicit either more money from donations, which he's already doing or fundraising, mm-hmm. or use this as a way to further gin up the base. We're we're heading, uh, Reggie, clearly into uncharted territory. You're covering it. How does it feel? I, it was history on the first indictment. There's a lot of stuff that's been history over the last six years. But now we're going into places we never dreamed of. We are. Uh, and, and look, it's, it's most reporters in history would, would never be able to cover an indictment of a former president because it never happened before. But here, no. you know, I'm now covering my, my third indictment of <laughs> of a president, not for stuff that happened after he was president or before he was president, but stuff that happened during his presidency and the potential for this to happen again with a fourth indictment down the road uh, in Georgia. This is, again, like I said earlier, this is not a moment in history for people to be celebrating. This is a moment for people to take pause uh, and, and for people to look around and say, maybe things need to be different here. You have talks within the Republican Party quietly of Trumpism may be here, but do we need Trump here? But when you look at the polling, when you look at the numbers and you see that Trump is just running away with support right now, leaps and bounds above people like Mike Pence and leaps and bounds above even second place Ron DeSantis, it, 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 it raises the question here, what is the Republican Party doing now? What will they do going forward? And what will they do if Trump becomes the nominee of this party as a three times, potentially four times indicted Republican candidate for president. This is a new this is a new world that not only Republicans are entering, but Americans as a whole and the world are entering. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 